ladies and gentlemen. This is Pod Bros. This is our very first podcast. I'm Luke. And I am Nick. And we, together, make up Pod Bros. Um, we are super excited to be with you guys this morning. This is uh, going to be a fun journey. We have no idea what we're going to talk about. We have no idea what we're going to do. Uh, we're working on getting our live stream up and running. We're working on getting a Patreon up and running. Uh, I'm going to just try and have some uh, good, fun conversation here in the morning. Discuss random, obnoxious happenings in the world. Um, and just be that uh, little bit of a local touch on the uh, few things that go on here in the uh, Quad City area. So we're here in northern Arizona. The weather outside is absolutely gorgeous. A little cold, but wonderful. Uh, we're getting ready for that Thanksgiving season. Um, you looking for any specific type of food this year, Nick, on this wonderful Thanksgiving day? Steak. Steak. No turkey? Steak is the best part of Thanksgiving. Oh, come on. You gotta have, I mean, it's tur- turkey a, is a, it's just a, a delicious piece of, of <laughs> top sirloin. Ooh. That actually does sound Cooked very medium rare. Quite delicious. Is is the best part of Thanksgiving. In the past I've used brisket. Ooh, brisket is good. But I'm a little short of money and time this t- this ah, year yes. round. So we're going to go with some uh, some top sirloin. Hence the plug on why we're trying to get Patreon going. Well, there's that. <laughs> but, you know, I thought we were going to save the whining for later. Oh, we're not whining. We're just begging it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, it's All not right. whining, yeah, yeah, it's begging. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I I'm not a big fan of turkey at Thanksgiving. All right. I had a bad experience as a child with turkey. This experience didn't have anything to do with me, did it? No. Okay, no, no, good, because no, no. I don't remember this. No, no, no. Unlike the other experiences <laughs> that have to do with you that you don't remember. No, I remember those. I just pretend I don't remember. I know. Them. Yeah, It's called denial. <laughs> whatever, whatever works. Anyway. This yeah, is what was... happens when you're the older brother and you have younger brothers and you tortured your younger brothers as an older brother, so... And now your younger brother and is bigger and stronger than you. Bigger and stronger than me, so I have to be careful and conveniently, quote unquote, forget uh, the the horrible things that we did to each other. But you know, we got a great family, and and we love each other very much. And it's and I would fun. never ever get revenge on you. <laughs> Hardly ever. <laughs> Every day, folks. Every day, I have to deal with this. So um, we uh, we're just chilling here in the uh, in the new Sound Bros pad. Um, we are going to be uh, getting our recording studio up and running here pretty soon in the next couple of months. Um, we're going to get some prices put out there to the uh, to the folks over on the on the web. Um, if you're interested in doing any recording, or you're a musician, or want to be a musician, and you want to get yourself into a studio and try some stuff out, um, or if you think you're a musician and you're actually not, we don't care. We don't care. Yeah, if you're you more than welcome to record. Reports, it's it's cool. You know that brings up a point. You remember that? Uh, what was it? I don't remember how long ago it was, but you remember it was that girl that came out with the, uh, I think it was the song "Thank God It's Friday" or something like that. You remember yeah, yeah, that yeah. obnoxious? Mm-hmm. I everybody always used to like hate it on that song. I thought it was fine. I mean, I, I mean, I I fully understand what she was doing. I mean, hey, I want my own music video. There's your fame right there. I mean, you get to do it, and she's got that for life now. An amazing music video that got viral because of how "quote unquote" bad it was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Really? Yeah, I think I, so. I guess. I guess. I. I guess I'm. Well, see, there you go. So you've got Nick, who's going to be. You know, he'll tell you straight up that it's bad, and I'm going to completely lie to you and blow smoke at you, and tell you that your recording was amazing and uh, that it was the best thing you should you should do it more often, um, and do it more often at our recording studio. Well, I might tell you that too, but. <laughs> 
so um, shout out to our buddy Ed. Um, he uh, he's about the only one who posted on Facebook. Him and his wife Anita. Love you guys. Thank you for uh, following us out on Facebook and giving us some ideas to talk about. Um, I think we're going to touch on the uh, on the genocide a little bit later. Uh, the genocide that is this week of Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, and the pardoning of, and the pardoning of one. Of one. Yes. So, um, uh, don't panic. This is family friendly. We're not, we're not getting ridiculous on you. We're, we're making jokes, but, uh, but we will discuss the genocide a little later, you know, of all of those poor defenseless, uh, turkeys. You know, didn't I read somewhere that the, uh, the, um, the original bird for America, somebody wanted it to be a turkey. Yeah. Who was that? It was Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. Yeah, he wanted he wanted it to be the turkey because the the turkey is a uh, it was the sustainer of the uh, American pilgrims and ah. it's a noble majestic bird. I don't see how a turkey is a noble majestic bird. Turkeys now that grow on a farm are not noble and majestic, but if you go after a turkey in the wild, they're pretty gnarly. Do they got some? They got some. They'll have some beef with you. I, yeah, they will. They really will. <laughs> or they might have a leg or a drumstick or something. Or a thigh. <laughs> or a thigh. What happened? I got beaten with a thigh. This turkey just beat me with a thigh. Yeah, it's not even a funny joke. I'm not even going to go there with this. This is just, it's dying in my Yeah, my it's, just, it's just dying. I should stop. Very interestingly, also at the same time, <clears throat> John Adams thought that it would be a good idea to use the dove. I think the dove... I mean, at least in today's day and age, the dove kind of has a little bit more of a peaceful symbol, um, or like a more I, I don't know more yeah. calming. I guess yeah, is more, that why he wanted to use that was the kind dove? of the idea. Well, the the whole thought was that in, in the you know this whole American experiment thing was that we could settle our differences without killing each other. Well, I mean, we currently live in a world where, at least where we live. Um, that is a commonplace thing. We settle our differences all the time without killing each other. Exactly. And I think part of that is because, as controversial as this is, we all carry guns around here. Um, you know, uh, uh, an armed society is a polite society. That was said by uh, Colonel Jeff Cooper. That is true. You know, that's true. So, um, good. You know, those are those are things uh, that are. You know, th- there seems to be a a disconnect with certain common common sense items, right? certain common sense things. Um, I think one of the things that amazes me more than anything else in the world anymore is uh, in the mornings is, uh, or all the, all the time in the mornings um, is the, uh, is the, the just... lack of people's ability in today's day and age to not get offended. It is like everything is an offense to someone. Well, that's you can say the wrong thing or you can mention the wrong. That's thing. what's so amazing about it. That's what's so amazing about, you know, Adam's, talking about a polite society where we can settle our differences. And Jefferson ultimately carried that on even further because Adams was part of one party and Jefferson was part of the other party. And they switched parties when Jefferson got elected and nobody died. They just kind of changed parties. There was some political stuff that happened, but nobody died. Nobody was so upset that they marched on the streets and, you know, were tipping over, you know, constable wagons and lighting businesses on fire, you know, it was right. just it just changed parties. I mean, that's just what happened and you know, that, you know, where they were there was all this controversial stuff that we think is controversial now and the things we get upset about now are like nothing. Piddly piddly nothings. 
So the uh, the first about 15, 20 minutes here of this podcast has turned into a history lesson. Um, but hey, there's and nothing... a political analysis and a, of a slight political analysis, yeah, of the modern of uh, the modern uh, culture. Culture, yeah. So, but hey, you know what? These are uh, these are how it goes, and w- and what happens. Like I said, we're uh, getting ourselves fired up for the uh, for the first time. We're um, if anyone was listening uh, to uh, to our podcast that we had um, last week, by all means, continue to listen to uh, Dreadnought Nine Two Eight. Richie's over there uh, cracking jokes and having a good time, having some good conversation. Um, I don't know who his guest is, but uh, uh, just so that we have it out there, we had decided that the uh, best thing to do would be to, to have two separate podcasts and kind of run that direction on our own. Um, shout out to my buddy Casey up in, uh, I believe he's in Montana, and he is at Yellowstone National Park. Uh, he called me and corrected me. Uh, from the podcast last week about, uh, I said he was at Yosemite, and uh, he's not, and I know that now. He's at Yellowstone, um, and he listens to the podcast on his phone uh, because he doesn't have signal. So he's he's up in one of the few places that are left in the world without cell signal, and, or at least within the United States. And while we're talking about clarifying things, if you were listening to that podcast... See, I wasn't actually going to say anything. I was just going to let it go. I made a snafu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a historical snafu. Um, we were talking about Washington crossing the Delaware. And I mistakenly said Christmas night. And uh, what Luke said, which was Christmas Eve, is actually accurate. It was actually on Christmas Eve that they did it. It wasn't on Christmas night. And so the only reason we're actually recording this is because very rarely am I accurate when it comes to things that regard history, when it comes up to Nick. So this is a very, very rare thing, and I'm kind of quite proud of it. I might actually have a plaque made um, and a certificate that says I was right on such and such date about history uh, point whatever. Um, just, you know, just to make myself feel good because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not the, you know, the short little tiny you know i'm the oldest but but all my brothers are bigger than me or taller than me and smarter than me and this is becoming a pity party for me you know this what is I no said fun about the whining yeah i i started right we into moved it. off of Did the begging move? okay and onto the whining onto the whining okay so, so like should we go back to the begging i'm gonna say that you probably shut that down okay <laughs> that would be great if you could shut that down that'd be fantastic oh so um so when do you know when the uh, the you know when did Turkey become the the, the quintessential uh, Thanksgiving meal or the quintessential from, Thanksgiving food from the beginning of Thanksgiving was it originally I mean just from the very beginning it was a yeah, turkey thing it was turkey oh that's interesting turkey and cornbread and cornbread and uh, all sorts of other uh, pilgrim type food items. Uh, homemade butter and all sorts of stuff. It's actually a common misconception is that Thanksgiving happened the year after they landed, which is actually not true. The first Thanksgiving celebration actually happened. It was actually two or three years after they landed um, because the first couple of years were pretty bad. And once they figured out how much more fertile the soil was and uh, Squanto helped them with some, uh, some basic farming stuff that he learned when he was a uh, when he was a refugee in France, um, he uh, he was actually able to help them, and they had a massive harvest. Um, and it was so it was so incredible that they invited their um, their Native American allies, actually that that had helped them, um, in, in somewhat of a limited capacity after the first winter. 
um, when the they actually it's kind of it's kind of interesting that the natives actually observed them for the, almost the whole first winter, really, to see if they were aggressive or not because. Um, in the past, there had been slavers that had come and taken people. Right, of course. Um, and all sorts of crazy crazy stuff like that. And so they wanted to make sure that well, these the, people they were... They say that the Vikings came first, right? Yeah, the Originally. Vikings. There was there was actually uh, there was actually uh, British slave ships and uh, and Spanish slave ships that would steal... People. Would steal people and would take them into slavery in Europe and down in Africa and stuff wow. like that. Wow, that's incredible. Um, and so they wanted to make sure that they weren't, you know these terrible people right. like the other ones and after a time they figured out okay these guys are you know they're friendly they're friendly they're here to stay yeah um maybe we can help them out and have an alliance with them right and uh and then we gave them smallpox mm, no no oh, okay no i'm sorry i just i i keep hearing about all of these uh horrible things that my ancestors did to the uh quote-unquote native american sorry i'm going political again yes you are i'm sorry go right ahead apologize um so yeah, that that's kind of the the story. It was actually the third year that they so were the here. The third they had, year was the year that they had they had their first Thanksgiving celebration, um, where they had a big feast and um, they they had all sorts of you know they had all sorts of crazy stuff. They had competition shootings. It actually lasted for three days. Now that is a Thanksgiving celebration. Yeah, it, it was. I, I, our our Thanksgiving is pretty close to that. We uh, we we do some a few things on Wednesday. And then Wednesday night ish, um, and then we crank it out Thursday, and we have a blast on Friday, and then sometimes Saturday. Well, typically, it pours into Saturday, yeah. Yeah, so that's I'm I'm down with that. I'm down. With, okay, so let's let's take a different direction here. The Ducks have won. Okay. A French court says that they may keep on quacking. Hmm. Uh, the Ducks on a small French uh, on a small French small holding. Um, I, I don't know if they spelled anything on this or wrote this incorrectly, but it says small holding. I don't know what that is. May carry on quacking. A French court ruled on Tuesday rejecting a neighbor's complaint that the bird's racket was making their life a misery. Hmm. Interesting. So um, apparently you live next to a pond. Uh, deal with the quacking. Or a small holding. Or apparently. a small holding, yes. That must, be a, uh, that must be a term specific to the area. I would assume so. Unless uh, it was again, a, if we if we are wrong and you know any different, shoot us a shoot us a message on Facebook. Absolutely. Let us know. Um, so, I don't know why they would be too upset because ducks quacks don't echo, so it's only the initial quack. They don't get they don't get a requack, you know. And uh, ducks wait 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 what ducks quacks don't echo don't echo, supposedly that's, that that's some kind of magic or witchcraft, or duck craft or duck craft <laughs> duck craft. What are you practicing over there? Or duck craft. Quack craft. How do you know? Because I'm quacking. And it's not echoing and back. It's not echoing. So if a duck quacks in a canyon by itself, does anyone care? I think that maybe someone somewhere who's, you know, interested in ducks might care. You've ever he, had duck? He might have actually put the duck there to see if it'll to quack. To see if it'll quack. By itself in a canyon. To itself. But then again, if he puts it there to see if the duck will quack in a canyon and he leaves, then how will he know that the duck is quacking in the canyon? And if he leaves any type of recording device, then is the duck really alone? You know, it's these deep existential questions (laughs) that keep people up at night. (laughs) Yes, they keep me up all the time. Uh, This question brought to you by Podros. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness! So that that is a folklore. I don't actually know if that's actually legitimate or not. That they don't. That they uh, don't. Wives tale. That they don't quack. That they don't echo. The quack doesn't echo. I'm interested. I, I, I'm gonna have to look that one up. If you know the answer, let us know. Um, I you know I don't I don't know I don't know. I'm finding all sorts of weird random news from Alaska right now, which is kind of interesting. Ooh, Alaska. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, so uh, in Anchorage, Alaska, the most prominent sign of the growing popularity of ukuleles. Ooh, ukuleles. Among Anchorage students is East High School's orchestra, dedicated to the short-necked relative of the guitar. Mm. Excuse me. The Anchorage School District has seen a wave of aspiring student musicians who want to pluck the small four-stringed instrument. Uh, the number of students enrolled in ukulele class at the school has surpassed those in guitar class. Um, so apparently, if you're serenading your girlfriend, the best way to do it is with a ukulele. ukulele. Um I don't know. It must be those little cute little tones, I guess. Maybe. Blink, blink, blink. I mean, personally, I prefer a mandolin over a ukulele. They. Oh, the mandolin has a wonderful sound, though. I think it has a much better sound. It's just harder to play. It's actually much similar to uh, a violin. Well, since we're on the subject of of uh, of, of uh, instruments, Mu- musical instruments, yeah, musical instruments, or let's let's do random musical. Have you ever heard of a hurdy gurdy? A hurdy gurdy. It's a. It's like a. I don't know, like a guitar drum thing i don't exactly know what it is but i've seen it played and i've heard it played and they sound amazing but it has like a crank on the one side oh that like you crank the through. like the old like pirate ship it's like yeah it's like a like a pirate instrument or something like that oh yeah, yeah i've heard of those i mean it's currently in the game sea of thieves they use it on a regular basis oh, but yeah, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool little instrument i've seen there's a couple of youtube videos of uh, of some folks playing it um you know they're really expensive they're like you know upwards of two on the thousands well, yeah, you know, so that's expensive. It is expensive for for an instrument, but then again, of course, you know, if you're if you're a musician, which I am not, um, you know, that is uh, that is what you would spend your money on. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I, I if if I was you know deeply interested in learning how to play that, I I might spend that money on it. Yeah, you know, it's just anyway. What did you find? You got any uh, oh, any yeah. funny stories Sorry. over there? I, I know oh, yeah. you were looking, and and uh, we're. Uh, yeah, I saw this one. The uh, The headline is, Florida dog kicks car into reverse, drives in circles for hours. <laughs> I'm sorry, Florida dog kicks car into reverse? And drives in circles for hours. Because the wheel turns and then you just drive in a circle. First question, why would you leave your car... Why would you leave your car in your dog? Sorry, that's not what I meant. Why would you leave your dog in your car with it running? Well, it doesn't have to be running. It could kick it into reverse without it running. Yeah, but if it's in reverse, it's in gear, and it's not going to go anywhere unless it's a stick shift, so that it would be in neutral. So it would have to be running if it was kicked into reverse, and then continued to circle, um, you know. But then the question is, on that end, then too, is your gas mileage right? That's going to be that's going to boom your that's going to boost your gas mileage up there, you know, because just idling in a circle, I guess, you know, that's exciting. I'm sure, the dog had a time of his life. Have just a blast. It's like um, a permanent car ride. Actually, I, I don't think the dog was in the car. This is one of those cases of a misleading story. Mm. So we assumed that the dog was in the car. Fake news? Driving around in the car for okay. an hour, just going around backwards for an hour in a circle. And we were incorrect. But apparently the dog kicked the car um, into reverse as it was getting out of the vehicle. And then the car drove, what, they just couldn't get into it? I guess a uh, a a local resident saw the car driving in reverse, 
okay, this, this story has confused itself because up here it says that the dog was in the vehicle. Then it says under here that the dog kicked the car into reverse as it was leaving the vehicle. I believe you've been suckered into a story there, bro. Which is ridiculous. However, it does specifically say that the person in question did leave the car running. So you are correct. So the car was running. The car was, in fact, running. So this story needs to figure out whether or not the dog was in the car or not. I don't think the story knows. I don't know if it knows either. Of course, we are speaking of the story as if it is its own person. So uh, here's something uh, cute and fluffy so we can maybe get an awe, right? Uh, Hunter, a young uh, Belgian Malinois, which is a dog, uh, keeps an eye on Jazz, a nine-day-old giraffe at the Rhino Orphanage in South Africa. He befriended the uh, he befriended the giraffe. So the dog in South Africa has befriended a baby giraffe that was abandoned at birth, wow. rescued and taken to a local orphanage. Jazz the giraffe arrived at the Rhino Orphanage just days after birth. A farmer found him in the wild, weak and dehydrated, which is apparently what happens when you're a giraffe and you don't have a mother to tell you that you can bend your neck down to get water, you know, because it's so long. Yep. Um, so does yeah. it have hooves that are, you know, always waving in the air? Is that why they call it Jazz? Is it jazz, hooves? jazz hooves? No, yeah, I don't think you can do that though because that I mean, we just wobble out the. Are they do, do giraffes have cloven hooves or do they have solid hooves? I don't know. I think they have solid hooves, kind of like a horse. But if it like laid on its side, it could do, like, just all waved four all at the four same time, so that it would be called you know jazz hooves. And then I think they can like wave their neck back and forth, like he's getting down with the music. No, 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 jazz music. Oh, come um, on! I, I I can't do jazz music just out of my mouth. So. Well, Clearly. Well, it's, well, some people can. My apologies, everyone. That was not jazz music. That was uh, something other. So, um, so um, apparently there is a hotel in, uh, in, in England, British hotel. Okay. That you can make some serious cash on. We're apparently off the uh, jazz story. That's being right. a, uh, being a uh, tea time taste tester. A tea time taste tester. Meaning it's time for tea and we're going to taste... The tea? To make sure that it's good. Is the, Oh, you mean like so it's not bitter and it's the right flavor, stuff like that? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Okay. So apparently you can make up to $129 in a day taste testing the tea and the other uh, things that go with it. You know, the, the crumpets and the pastries and the, you know, the little sandwiches that they tea have. crumpets. They have those little, little sandwiches. Have, oh, yeah, like those uh, little cucumber tiny, sandwiches? Yeah, little tiny cucumber, cucumber sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah. So apparently you can make tons of money just tasting food all day at this hotel. I think we're in the wrong line of business, bro. I know, right? hundred. How much? $129 a day. Wow. I could do that five days a week. No problem. I, I know, right? I mean, that's, that's some pretty decent money. I mean, you're basically getting paid to eat food. And drink tea. And drink tea. Which, which is, are, are things that I like doing. Things we yeah. like to do. So... So uh, that ends our podcast. We're going to England. False. Oh, darn. I got all excited. Primarily because, you know, as Americans, we're not allowed to participate in the British market system. What? Well, like, we wait, we can't, like, invest in the British market yeah. system? Yeah. Why? Um, because the British market system has, uh, they don't do income tax. Oh, and so, 
any money that's made on the market, you just get to keep. And because of that, um, the American system, which does have income tax, um, which is garbage, by the way, doesn't Sorry, I'm just doesn't they don't want they, they don't want people beating the system. They, they want people beating the system. So yes, they, because the government hates competition with its theft. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so, and, and of course, beating the system wouldn't actually be theft. You know, it would well, just be you know, depending on what you're talking about, beating the system is theft. Well, I guess so. Yeah, but beating taxes, I don't think beating taxes is theft. Well, taxes is a legal part of our system that we function in. So Yeah, that's valid. You can't you can't really get out of it. The, the best way to do it would be to just change the law. Well, yeah, but we have an entirely too large group of people. And here we are in politics again. Um, here we have an entirely too large of a, pe- a group of people who are convinced that um, these laws are good for them. No, that's... That's part of the whole, you know. Change it. I think we should just whine about it and move on. Eh. <laughs> okay, let's move on. We're good. All right, so um, this is a little bit of a darker story. Uh, medical examiner's macabre humor leads to a complaint. So in Bangor, Maine, a state lawmaker is taking exception to the macabre humor uh, that Maine's chief medical examiner. Is that coming through? I have no idea. Okay, it so like it if is. you can hear that wonderful noise, uh, that is the air uh, turning on in the house because I forgot to turn the air conditioning off when we started, or the uh, the, the heat, heat uh, when we started to record, and it is uh, it's a relatively loud system. Um, so we're gonna pause for a moment, and uh, oh, we're gonna pause for a moment. No, no, no. Just I'm gonna stop talking, and you're gonna talk, and I'm gonna go turn that off. Just leave it on. Who cares? All right. Well, you know. This just means that we're real people and we're that we're not robots. In a this real house. Fake. In a real house. With a real heater unit. With a real heater because unit. Because we can feel how cold it is outside. It is actually pretty cold outside. It is. Uh, but it's nice. Like I said, it's nice. I, I would prefer... So, heat or cold? What, what do you prefer? Oh, definitely cold. Absolutely. Definitely cold? 100%. Yeah. I cold. Think I'm, I think you I'm can, the same way. You can put on more layers. Right. You can turn on the heat in the house. You can turn the heat on your car. You can bundle up. You can bundle up. Blankets. I mean... And then, of course, with cold, there's snow. I love snow. And snow is awesome. Yeah, everybody hates snow around here. I don't know why. Uh, I talk to a bunch of people, and they're like, oh, I hate the snow. That's why I moved here. Oh, man, that's that's why that I is, love That's why I love, that's why I love the snow. Because yeah. when it snows, it's like, oh, it's going to snow. It's like it snows, and you get like four or five inches. And then by the next day, it's all gone. Yep. And all yep. that's left is the stuff that they plowed off the roads. Well, except for that snowstorm we had last, last February. Where you were trapped at, at your job yes, for three days. Yes, I was trapped days. at the job for three days. And yep. you were, and you were I, I was trapped, trapped at home in the house. for three days. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't actually get my car out of the drive. Actually, I couldn't get my car farther than about, what, six feet? Yes, yeah, In like front that. of its parking spot. So that's always fun. So I was actually, um, I actually left work and got out halfway home and stopped at a parking lot. Um, and was like, maybe I should go back. And I waited a little bit and I fell asleep. And then when I woke up, I actually had to dig myself out of the parking lot. So you left work. Fell asleep in a parking lot, and the amount of time that you were sleeping in the parking lot, you had to re-dig yourself back out. Yeah, it took me an hour to get out of the parking lot. And the last few minutes of it, uh, a friendly person stopped by with their truck and uh, connected a chain to my car and actually pulled me onto the road. Um, so it would have actually taken you longer. It probably would have taken me longer, yeah. Good grief. Um, so I was able to get onto the road, and then I drove back to work and parked in the work parking lot because they, at work, the place that I worked at, they have once it starts snowing, they have plows that run until the snow. Right. Okay, okay. So I was able to park in the parking lot, and then I just went back in, and it was like, 
I don't know, it was like three or four hours before my shift was supposed to start, and they were like, you're here. Can you start working now? And I was like, ah, okay. So so you got some extra hours. Then. I did get some That's extra hours. Good. And I was one of three people to come into the store that day. And on average, how many people work there? Um, at any point in the day, there can be anywhere from 20 to 50 people working. Wow. So. And you were one of three. I was one of three, yeah. That's a large group of people that called in. Yeah. That was a fun snowstorm, though. I mean, I kind of wish you had been at the house, because then we would have been able to just hang out, and it would have been fine, but... Because I literally... I mean, I... Yeah, because yeah, actually the next day, when I went home in the morning, because I worked, I worked overnights, I actually had to have one of the... Uh, one of the managers driving me home because he has a nice truck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and my car was actually stuck off. in the parking lot until like Saturday night. Yeah, I think it was like two or three days. Two or three days it was stuck in the parking lot. Um, and uh, actually him dropping me off was what allowed us to get out of the driveway. Right, because he plowed, he kind of pushed down the he snow. He pushed down the snow enough so for us to get out. So I was able to get the car out. Yep. Which the driveway was a muddy mess and was fun to drive in. Anyway. And I actually never ended up being able to park on it until the snow was gone. I was going to say, yeah, you parked on the street on the Lord. All right, so hey, back to the story. We got derailed by the air. Um, so a state lawmaker is taking exception to the macabre humor that Maine's chief medical examiner used in an old job posting. In the 2019, uh, 2017 posting for a deputy med- medical examiner touted Maine's benefits like a really short reason for decomposing bodies. I'm sorry, a really short season for decomposing bodies. <laughs> and the fact that others are lost at sea. So basically, you didn't. You weren't gonna have much work. Right. Uh, the Bangor Daily News reported that State Rep. Uh, Jeff uh, Evangelos of Friendship um, had complained about the job posting to Attorney General, uh, whatever. Um, oh wait, I'm sorry. To he he Jeff Evangelos complained about the job posting to Attorney General Aaron Frey Evangelos. I wonder if they're related. They probably are. Um, and said it was beyond sick. Evangelos previ- previously asked Fry's office to look into the credibility of Dr. Mark Flum- Flomenbaum, the chief medical examiner, the attorney general's office. No which wonder he's a medical office, examiner and not something else. Did immediately responded. Well, how do you sign that to, uh, like, if you become a doctor, like, how do you sign that to a prescription? Well, that's easy. Right? You can't read their signature yeah, anyway. Really it's just can't. a scribble. Yeah, it's just a scribble. And a longer name makes the scribble even bigger. Right? Look at my look at how amazing I am as oh, a doctor. This, my this scribble is, is huge. Yeah, this is Dr. Flo Flo Flomenbaum. How do you know? Oh, I've worked with for, with him for a while. See that little soup right there? That's his. Good grief. I feel like there's a conflict of interest in this story. Yeah, because of the because uh, of the same because last of the name. Jeff Evangelos and Aaron Frey Evangelos. Um, and then my other question is, is the Attorney General Aaron, it's uh, two A's, so that's a dude, right? A-A-R-O-N is a guy? Because I know women that have the name Aaron. I don't know. I don't know if what the difference is. I thought, I don't know. I'm not sure. Interesting. Um, anyway, well. It's kind of a crazy story. Yeah. I mean, I guess he has a morbid sense of humor. <laughs> it's a little, uh, it's a little, well... His his humor is a little, you know, dry and kind of dark, kind of wrinkled a little bit, wrinkled, maybe yeah. a little was, pasty. See, and, I was trying to go with the, the with yeah, you know, you, kind of the colors kind of faded. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just kind of like uh, it might smell bad. Yeah, it probably smells yeah, bad. His, you know, his that, humor definitely smells that. Uh, bad. You know, that kind of like the body's all stiff in the joke. You know, uh, fingernails are long. 
No, not not that kind of humor. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know where we're going with this. My brain, my brain is like shutting down. Uh, where are we at on time? I'm, I'm not seeing the numbers. We are there, halfway. So. We're ha- there's half hour. There's half hour. <clears throat> so we are at the bottom of the hour. This is uh, Pod Bros. <clears throat> Our, uh, our little podcast. I apologize that is we're only at a half hour. That means that we are not enjoying our conversation because it feels like we've been doing this for about an hour. hour really? It has not felt like that for me. No? Uh, but maybe it's because I'm watching the numbers. Oh, so you're watching it go. I'm watching it go, so I'm like, you know, we've still got half an hour of, of uh, something light and humorous we can giggle about or something <laughs> like that, so... Um, well, let's see. What, what haven't we touched? We've touched on a little bit of politics. We've touched on some we've of the We've touched on a lot of politics. We have touched on a lot of politics. We and a lot of history. History is always good, though. Um, but let's let's do something a little bit more fun. What's what's uh, more fun? How do you feel about the game uh, Fortnite? Really? <laughs> we're just gonna go. We're just gonna jump right into that. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Come on! Tell me how you really. How feel do I about feel the game about Fortnite? A MMO battle royale. What a waste of time. I, I actually fully agree with you. On this, I mean, 100%. it's a, you know, I was, I was talking to, I've got some, uh, I've got some young guys that I work with at uh, the church I go to and we're talking about it. You know, this, they all play either Fortnite or, um, God, grief. what's the other one? Um, um, oh, is it that league of legends? No, 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 no. It's oh. another one like Fortnite. I forget what it is. Whatever. They're both stupid. Anyway, they were talking about it and how they play it all the time and blah, blah, blah. And then this new game comes out. Uh, the new uh, Call of Duty game comes out, and they're talking about it and how amazing it is—the story and the multiplayer. And I'm like, I'm I'm listening to them talk about it, and I'm like, this is like that moment when you realize that there are other games that are actually good games, and the game you've been playing and spending all your time at is trash. It's garbage. Yeah. It was a very glorious moment for me because I told them that initially. I was like, hey guys, you know. There are better games out there that actually have a story and are actually challenging, you know? Right. And they were like, no, Fortnite is all there is. And I was like, no, there's not. Well, and Fortnite's not even, I mean, I, I've played little bits of it. And I know there's this, this huge phenomenon right now and they love all those dances. But dear goodness, is that just, it's just, I, you know, I just, I can't get into it. I can't get into it. I've played Sea of Thieves. The sea of Thieves is a fun game. We you know, you get to sail the ocean with your friends, you know. Yeah, so it's kinda... I, I guess. I, uh, I've, I've sat behind you and watched you play some Sea of Thieves, and, uh, I mean, it's all right. It's it's decent. Yeah, it's 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 fun. I mean, then again, of course, the uh, the other side of this, too, for uh, for any of our uh, older listeners, is that these are all just time-wasting items, you know. We're just literally sitting here doing nothing. Well, right. I mean, yeah. You know, you need that little bit of a break and, and, or, although, or, or although I will say that but... one, of the, one of the things about, about, the, you know, about Sea of Thieves... Or about like any of the Command and Conquer games is that, or uh, I mean uh, Call of Duty games. Actually, most most games that are actually like a legitimate game that have a campaign of any kind, there is a certain amount of story. Right. And so you know there is that you know your your brain needs stimulus right to continue to operate and function. And so in the case of like even Sea of Thieves, they have the you know the legends right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have to, you have to, you know, do the legend. Yeah, and you had to get to that point. The pirate legend or whatever, yeah. where you have to, you know, find the map and everything. So at least in that, your brain is still engaged. Your brain is still functioning. You still have to figure out and make it work. You've got to still find the treasure and dig it up, right? You know, because right. you have a map, which is actually very important to learn how to use a map and identify stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I mean, you have, 
You, I mean, you're you're learning. Uh, what is it? Uh, I mean, you have to use a compass. Yeah, you're you're learning some skills. So yeah. that's that's good. And then of course, you know, you have other games, and you're in other in a lot of other games where you have a campaign. It's either something historical, or like uh, demonstrating standard stuff like how the military works. Right. Yeah. Of course. You know, in a, in a limited capacity, of course. So, and, so there is some positive to these. Yeah, and that's not just a. Colossal. I think that's. I think that's the biggest thing that I. I think that's the biggest issue we have with stuff like. Like Fortnite. Well, yeah, there's, because no, there's, there's just, nothing to it's it. Just, it's just, it's just senseless down. killing. Yeah, yeah. And, and we've talked about this before. Yeah, we have, yeah. yeah I've mentioned just... this before that I, there are certain games, mostly zombie games, that I don't like. See, I don't, but I don't like those either because it's just... Because it's senseless. It's senseless. It's a waste. It's just a waste of time and effort. If I'm going to do a mindless game, I'm going to sit on my phone and do a mindless game. Yeah, you're going to play right. a little cheap nothing game yeah. on your phone. And, uh, I'm not going to pay money for Exactly. And pay, you know, just you know, any of that stuff. So, I just... Ugh. Video games. People do a lot like of video, video games. People do like video games, and, like and, video we, games. and I, you know, I, I, I do enjoy a lot of, video games. Amount of video games. Yeah, but you know what? I like the uh, I like the real time strategy games. I mean, you can't go wrong with a, an Age of Empires or an Age of Empires two. You know, that is true. But, you mean, know, those are but those but see those games for those stimulate your mind. Yeah, of course. You know, well, and the other thing is that the other thing I I really like about video games is the group aspect. Yeah, play. You know, there's there's yeah, you, a there's a limited level of playing a video game by yourself as opposed to playing with a bunch of people. Yeah, and I you know, there's a you know there's a, a game that I've been playing just just recently that I was playing that it's like I got to that point and it's like I'm really done playing this game because the thing I like play, about playing this game is that I play it with my brothers. Right. And if we're not playing together, then it's not fun to play. What game is that? I mean, it's challenging. MW three. Oh yes. You yeah, know, it's absolutely. challenging to play. Right, by yourself, but, but it's so much more rewarding and fun to play as a team, as a team, as a group, or with that fellowship, those people yeah, in the same room. You know, you know, you're all in the same room, you're playing, you know, split screen or whatever, you bring over a second Xbox and you've got eight people playing split screen. Yeah. You know, and it's, you got a, you know, you got a party going on and you got, you know. There's yelling and screaming and things being thrown across and the laughter room and, and laughter and, and food. And food. Gotta have food. And tea. I think we need to add food into this we podcast. We came back around to this again. To the tea. The food and the, the tea. The food and the tea. See, if this if this hotel Offer offered video, video games, games. Yes. with the food and the tea, it would just be like a... So you, know, you would get paid to play video games and test the food and the tea. You know, I've heard that there are people that actually work for video game companies that get paid to just test the game. Yeah, but see, at what point does that take it outside of the realm of fun and into the realm of ugh? Um, I'm pretty sure that one of my favorite parts about playing certain video games is getting them to break. Okay, so you're one of those people. I am not. See, I I love. See, I couldn't do that. Like, I I wouldn't be able to like. They, they would have to give me a list of questions to answer. Right. As I go through the game, and for then, me, and I wouldn't enjoy myself. For I'd me, be like, this I, is work. I, this is a job. Why am I doing? This? I play video games, and I'm like, okay. There's a there's an invisible wall here. How do I break through this invisible wall? How do I wall? get through it? Okay, well I do that in open world games. No, but I mean like even in non open world games, like some of the early Halo Halo games, there you know there are invisible walls, and it's like, oh look at this invisible wall. I'm gonna fly the banshee at it as fast as I can, and get out at the last minute, and it's gonna launch me through this invisible wall outside of the map, but I can still interact with the map. I don't know that I've ever seen that. It's, I, I don't think you do it with a banshee. I is think it you on, do it with is a, it on Blood Gulch? Which one is it? Blood Gulch? You can do it on Blood Gulch, and you do it with a ghost. You can also do it on Sidewinder with a ghost. Okay. You fly okay. against a wall, 
for and those you of get you, out and it for those of you that are uh, are can to- completely lost and confused on what we're talking about, Halo is a is one of the one of the uh, pioneer first person shooter games for the console. Correct. Um, that uh, and these these names that we're dropping out here are names of uh, game maps in the game that you uh, that you run around and play yeah, with your exactly. with your buddies. So, um, well, you know, uh, speaking of pioneer games, um, the uh, I would say the original uh, pioneer would be uh, what that would be uh, would probably be like Wolfenstein. Yeah, Wolfenstein was you first. Know, Wolfenstein was the very I believe it was the first. First person shooter. Uh, first yep. person shooter, um, and uh, and it pioneered computer video games. And it, it did. It did pioneer computer video games, and then of course followed up by uh, by Doom. Yep. Um, in '95, mm-hmm. um, which was the year you were born. No. That was when Joey was born. That was when Joey was born. I Sorry, was born you were in born in '93. Correct. Which was when Wolfenstein came out. Correct. <laughs> no, I don't know when Wolfenstein came out, um, but uh, so '95, and we used to play that. I, I used to play that game. Um, it was a super fun game. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And then, of course, Duke Nukem 3D. Yep. Um, because, uh, you know, turning a side-scroller game into a 3D game. Well, that was a side-scroller game uh, for a long time. It was. It was Duke and Nukem it was very popular. Duke Nukem 2. Uh, both, and we still have those, actually. Yes, we do. Um, and they are they're, they're, there's some nostalgia there to go back and play. Uh, oh, it's, it's actually you know. pretty challenging as a side-scroller. It is, especially now, where as far as we've gotten in the in the computers and your you know your brain shifts, um, uh, the uh, one of the first side scrollers we ever played was what Prince of Persia. Yep, and, and, then uh, of Persia and you only had an hour to play it. They only gave you right. sixty minutes, right? Um, and so you had uh, you had to beat the whole game in sixty minutes. I think my best time was somewhere in the neighborhood of like forty minutes or something like that. Um, and on Prince of Persia. On Prince of Persia, yeah. And then Prince of Persia Two. Prince of Persia Two. I died so many times in that first scene. I you had you had I think it was an hour and thirty minutes. It was an hour and thirty minutes. I think they added more time to it. Well, it was um, a, it was definitely more difficult. I and mean, it was, was a longer a story. Of, there was a lot of you stuff had going you had on a whole lot more stuff in the story. Um, and uh, it's funny is that that game came out and then Aladdin came out for the NES, right? Super no, Nintendo? no, 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 I mean, the Aladdin movie. Oh, oh, right, uh, with Robin Williams. Yeah. The, the first Disney. And uh, and what's funny is that you, you watch it and you're like, well, it's the same story, you know? It's that, it's the uh, the 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 prince, well, in the case of, of uh, Prince of Persia, you're the prince from the faraway land, and you fall in love with the princess, and the... the and you get uh, you get hoodwinked. Yeah, by by, by the guy by Jafar, the, by the Jafar character. I think that actually might be a. Um, I think that might actually be a traditional Persian story. Is the is the is the vizier or whatever yeah. named Jafar? Actually, really, I think that's actually a, a classic story, a classic Persian Indian story. You know that that little area right, of, right, of yeah. the world where. Well, it's... I thought Aladdin. I thought the original story of Aladdin was an Asian story. I thought well, it was in Persia. China. Is in Asia? No, not China. No, no, definitely not. If if anywhere that far, it would be India. Okay, All but right. um, you know that that whole area when you, Persia, which is modern day Iraq. Okay, and then you have Pakistan, and then you have India. That whole little section right there. And so that is so that must be then uh, to to them or that style of story then must be for what we would consider like a um, you know like a uh, you know. The Knight in Shining Armor. Like a Knight in Shining yeah. Armor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same type of story. It's their version. It's, good, it's their version. A good, uh, like a bedtime story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, something that you tell your kids. You, you know, tell so. your kids. And, um... God, I love that movie. 
that is probably one of my favorite all time movies. Is yeah, Aladdin. Absolutely, absolutely. And I gotta say, you know, the new one, the uh, the live job. action, they, they did really a phenomenal did a job. job. They did they a did. really good job. Um, I mean, Will Smith, the man's got some talent. You know, um, anybody who can uh, take a genie and make him rap. Yeah, right? it's true. So, and I, I think my only complaint with the remake was uh, was the uh, the bird. Yeah, the lack of uh, the lack of Iago, um, and and I think the lack of the um, uh, on that same token, the, the lack of the Abu, mm-hmm. um, or at least the lack of the interaction from Abu, because Abu was there and he was in all the scenes, but he he didn't talk. He, he acted more like a monkey instead and Iago of Iago acted more like a bird. Yeah, instead of being a personified character. Yeah, and that was what set you know that was what made the that was what made the movie. Well, so and and I think that part of that is you, you know it's. I think the thing that was disappointing was that it's a story about magic. Right. Why can't this... Why can't the monkey have conversation? And, yeah, and why and, can't Iago talk? Yeah. I mean, he is the bird of, of you know, the vizier who's a magician, right? Yeah, absolutely. He is a, you know, well, not a to wizard mention he's of a sorts. parrot. He, you know, yeah, they, and he can or totally a macaw. They, they talk. Well, both of them talk. Yeah, they talk. And I, so. I'm pretty sure there are other birds that can talk too. Uh, ravens actually are are more vocal. They have a more vocal range than uh, than parrots do. Right. Actually, I've been I've heard that they actually so, can. You can actually, if you were to get a hold of a of a raven, you can train it to actually speak and have conversation with you. Well, I know that people have used. And that's just scary. I know that people. I, mean, I love have ravens. Used, They're cool birds, but I know that people have used ravens as like a like a watchdog for the house. Really? Yeah. I was I was reading about. A guy who had a, he had a raven, and he would train it to um, make like a warning noise every time that someone would come in the door. Really? So it was in the house. Yeah, it was in the house. It was I his do, pet. I do know that ravens have a memory for faces. Right. Right. And if they decide they don't like you, then they don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and and that's not going to change. So it was it was pretty cool because he did, he made it so that. You know, when someone would knock on the door or something, it would honk or whatever. If oh, that's cool. You know, or whatever the noise was, I forget what the noise was that he taught tra- that he trained him to make. But um, it's kind of you know, it's kind of cool to uh, you know that that's one of those things. It's like you know, we li- we live we live our lives kind of separate from the animals. You know, yeah. especially yeah. especially in like cities. I mean, we live in somewhat of a of a rural area, not really an urban area where we live. And even even we are pretty separate from animals. Well, I mean, we're you know we're living you know we're we're out here in uh, in the lovely um, sprawling metropolis of Chino Valley. Yeah. Um, and uh, and by sprawling, I mean lots of land. Yes. Um, and we're you know we're sitting on five acres. You know, there's not very many people around out here. We're just kind of you know that's part of the reason why we're droning. You know, a little bit today. Droning. Maybe you're droning. I'm not droning at all. <laughs> the drivel. <laughs> no, well, you know, my point is is that, you know, we, animals, we're not near animals all the time, and so we don't get to enjoy, you know, God created these animals with epic amounts of, you know, stuff. I mean, he spent time making well he was the you know he, you know the bible says that uh, that uh, you know he created the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and all of the four-legged animals first right so that was and, first well and i mean he what i'm saying is he spent time making them it's it would be like looking at a painting and being like oh, that's a cool painting and then moving on and not taking time to look at the brush strokes and the right. paints that they used right. and Absolutely. the canvas and stuff like that it's like you know 
Well, I think that part of that is in in our current world that we, you know, we uh, you know we have disdain for certain things. Like you know, they just annoy us. Like oh, oh yeah, absolutely. We have gophers on this property, and mm-hmm. they, I am going to remove them. Um, and so there's, but I, but but they serve a purpose, you know. Um, not for me, currently. Well, yeah, they're or at all. They're kind of obnoxious. But they, I'm sure they serve a purpose other than, you know, prairie dogs or whatever. But yeah, I mean, they... Can you catch them and train them, maybe? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. You know? Maybe like a like a ferret or something like that? Ferret. Well, I mean, they... Ferrets smell bad, though. You did mention earlier that they you, there is that smell. I wonder if I have feral ferrets living here. No, you probably have prairie dogs or gophers that smell the same way because they're similar animals. Yeah, that's probably true. And so they are living under my house more than likely. Most likely. So maybe they're listening. Are they listening to the uh, the conversation here? They're, they're listening like, to the conversation. He's on to us. Well, I think it's pretty obvious that there's gophers. The the how the uh, yard is uh, pretty ripped up. Yeah. No. They're they're everywhere. I mean, there's. So, uh, anyway, I just you know. It's the uh, it's the uh, it's the painting. It's the canvas. You know, you're looking at the whole picture, and uh, you know it's easier for us. Obviously, we're having this conversation right now. It's easier for us when you live in somewhat more of a rural area to see the epic beauty of you know the world around us and everything. And I feel like a lot of people that live in an urban area, which is it's funny because in an urban area, there's a lot of beautiful things to look at. There's buildings and you know roads and all these different you know and all these unique cool cars that people have and everything. And yet, people get caught up more in their own personal lives right than in their own issues. And don't stop and to it, smell, smell the, roses. the roses. There it is. Stop to smell the roses. So. Oh, wow. And that is why we live in, uh, out in the, in the country. And we get to enjoy the world. It's beautiful. Um, you know. Um, and we still get to enjoy the things that are in the city because. That are in the city. Yeah, of course. We only live about an hour away from Phoenix anyway. Yeah. No, it's not too far at all. And we can we can go there. I mean, just, we don't go very often. Just a quick hop, skip, and a jump. Hop over the hills and through the woods to Phoenix's house. No, no, it's to Grandma's house. To Grandma's house. That's the next holiday. That's Christmas. And actually, we do actually go over the hill and through the woods to That's get right. to Grandma's house. We really house. do to get to Grandma's house. And then if we go to our Grandma's house on the other side of the country, we go through a whole lot more. That's true. Hills and woods. Yes, definitely. And rivers. And rivers. Of course, we do it all at once in an airplane. Well, naturally. Right, so that brings up a point. Airline branded Savage for asking customers impossible security questions. So JetBlue uh, customers have come up with some inventive ways to answer the tough questions. So keeping track of the different passwords for all websites and accounts we can use can also feel like an impossible task. Uh, But when we inevitably fail, we are left to try and reset the password for the hundredth time. But even that can be complicated. So after dealing with the humiliation of failing the first test, we're then forced to string of security questions, right, that you, you set up when you do a password, right, so you can remember yep. all of yep. that stuff. Uh, but one airline has caused a stir when it's users by posing a far more difficult question for most people to answer. Um, what is the name of your favorite child? I don't understand how that's a hard thing to answer. Parents always have favorites. I know this because your mom's favorite. And if she ever listens to this, I'm getting a lot of crap for saying that. But it's true. She likes you a lot. Of course, she loves all of us, but you're definitely the favorite. Well. And I don't know if Dad has a favorite. Does Dad have a favorite? He might. I don't know. I know that I'm not on that list. 
Well, I'm not anyone's favorite. Your name wouldn't be the security name then. The security question answer. See, but in this case, then how many che- how many tries do you get? Right. Well, to answer the security question, because if you know those people, then all you have to do is just guess through their children. What I don't understand is I'm completely joking. By the way, my parents don't have favorites; they love all of us equally. <laughs> disclaimer: Just some of us more equally. Pod than Bros. Pod Bros. Disclaimer: This disclaimer and um, cause of my trouble later has been brought to you by <laughs> Pod Bros. <laughs> uh, we didn't do very, we haven't done very much laughing today. No, we haven't. We haven't had very many funny stories or things to talk about, though. But we'll have more of that tomorrow. So, I'm sure. so which 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 one is the favorite? I mean, is that like the awkward moment where you're like, I got to get into my parents' account, and I don't know the one, and, and there's you a security question, yourself and it's not and you? it's not you, like, <laughs> mom. We need to talk. <laughs> First off, I tried to hack your account. Second, why the heck am I not the favorite? What's going on here? And then they and then they type in their their siblings' names, and none of them are none the answers are either. The favorite. And then you're like. And so then you type in the kid next door's name, and it goes through. And you're like, uh-oh, mom, dad. This is an intervention. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. God, I can't, I can't imagine having, like, I, I can't imagine having tried to figure that out. And what, what if you don't have children? Right. So what if you're? Uh, what if you're? What if you're? You just pick some random you know, child, you're just some random kid, and then you have to try to remember that later. Crap! Which name did I choose? Uh, and why did I pick Zell? Zell. <laughs> you know. So. Uh Well, I mean, you know, that would work if you didn't have. Yeah, just pick a random. Well, do you have to use that question name. though? Typically, they when you, you have option, right, they yeah, give, they you, give you multiple options. So it's like that's the only option that you have. All you can do is this one. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but I've been on a couple of websites where they they uh, they force you, you know, they to use only you. one. Yeah, they they to use only one. Well, and, and I've been on some sites where the security password you can pick your security question. Okay, so you can actually make your you can own type your own security security question. question and your own answer. Oh, that's interesting. So what's great is that. Um, for me, anyways, with that one in particular, I actually did one of the security questions. I actually made my own, and I put my own, you know, answer on there. And what's funny is that it's something that as soon as I read it, because I've actually forgotten the password for that one once or twice, and as soon as I read it, I knew that I knew the answer immediately because it's something that I always say. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was one of those things where it's like, this this would be the way to do it. This would be the way to get the best security question is to have something you always say, right? Right, but the only but the problem with that is that anybody who knows you, right? I thought isn't the idea of security questions trying to prevent people to get into your account? No, but I'm saying if, if the question, and I kind of feel this might be a little jaded of a response, but I kind of feel like the only people who are trying to break into your account most of the time are people who know you. Well, that you know that's kind of a harsh way of looking at things, but it's probably true. I don't know. But we live in a world where identity theft is a thing, but still, I mean, the only accounts I've really ever tried to hack into are people I know. Well, my, well and to well, everyone, I apologize. What well, my thought is is you. that if it's something that I wasn't the one who broke into your Facebook. Sorry, you continue and changed your status. And changed your status. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Get into your friend's Facebook and change it from married to it's complicated. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> and then sit there while his wife calls him. And What's going <laughs> on? Horrible whore. I would never do that. Yeah, I would never do that. Although you have had it done to you, which was really funny. I have had it done to me. Yes, I've, I've had people break into my. Um. Ugh. Anyway, moving on. No, I, the, the thought would be that, 
you know, and I'm just thinking about, you know, the uh, the locked computer at home for years and years and years. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, trying to get that had computer that had a be... that had a password hint that only mom and dad knew, and they would always chuckle about it every time they put the password. Well, in. and it was brilliant. And you know, you know, now that we think about it, it might have just been one of the favorite children. That was the hint. It's very possible. You know, because our well, our parents are incredibly intelligent people. They they do stuff like that. And it's although it could also have been you know knowing dad, it could have been some clever password. Well, dad, I still dad, don't know what it dad is. Dad is the master of clever. Passwords. I still I still have no idea what it is. You're talking about the one that says hint and it says he he. No no no, it? not that one. Because that was a good one too. The one that says China. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I still don't know what that is. Now that I'm older, I have some thoughts, but at this point, I don't care anymore. I'm not interested in hacking into the password. Into their computer. Well, because you don't need to. You have your own. Because I have my own computer. (laughs) And all I was doing was playing video games on it anyway. Yeah, exactly. That was the whole point of getting onto the computer. Okay, no video games for you. Oh, man. Can we have the Xbox back? Yeah, right. (laughs) Or or scouring through through mom and dad's room trying to find the Xbox. (laughs) She got really good at hiding things, though, in different places, though. Yeah. Ridiculously good. Well, I think we are. Uh, I think we're at the end of our we're, hour. We're there. We're there. We're there. We're over. We're there. Probably. No, we're there. We're, we're there. there. All right. Well, hey, this has been Pod Bros. This is our very first podcast. I know it's a little scattered and uh, and uh, kind of all over the place, but I think um, I think we're working on doing some uh, some structure here. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a general like uh, a time frame topic, like you know whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or mm-hmm. Halloween or Easter, or, and then we'll do you a, know, like uh, a holiday topic. We'll do a general like we'll do a location topic. And we'll do a location topic and a uh, and a uh, and a and a and a and a small politic topic. How about that? As opposed to a big to- politic topic. Well, you know, we could spend all day talking politics, but how many podcasts out there are about politics? Or radio shows, for that matter. I don't want to be that another. You know, I'm not interested in becoming another Ben Shapiro. I mean, it's a lot of fun, but the man's hated. You would probably look good with that little kippa that he wears, though. Yeah, it's because I'm bald. So anything on my head looks good. Well, mostly anything. We'll leave you with that mental image as we uh, as we sign off today. So uh, once again, this has been Pod Bros. Check us out on Facebook, Sound Bros Productions. Um, and uh, um, drop a like. And as soon as we have our Patreon up, we'll start plugging Patreon, but we don't have it yet. So, uh, and we'll hopefully have this uploaded a little later on today. Thank you everybody for listening. And, uh, please, 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 please comment and let us know what you think. Uh, give us some pointers, give us some direction to go with. Or some things to talk about. Or some things to talk about. I mean, um, if this drivel today was annoying and you were like, dear God, that was the longest hour of my life. Um, let us know. We want to hear it. Um, you know, we'll take, we'll take the, the criticism, whether constructive or uh, non-constructive. Just, you know, rip into us. We don't care. Okay. So, that's it. And that, and that, and that, we have to stop talking. Are we done? Okay. We have to stop talking like three minutes ago. All right. Okay. And, and, and we're, we're off. Done.